When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. this tcl tv i'm just afraid when i go to the store to buy one i'll see say tlc i i got this <laughs> i got this habit of saying tlc instead no, of TCL. tcl yeah yeah we just uh, turn on the John Deere that classic. Cha- How, that has changed our lives around here to have a tv to look at that's got some oomph to it you know that it beats that small 12 inch black and white up yes. in the corner yeah. up there. i yes. love this deer is it deer run tpc yeah. John Deere. Uh, no, but the, the course. course. I don't I think it's called Deere. I don't even, you know, the quad. See where that's played. Will you ruck the, uh, I think the it's, John Deere Classic? The quad cities are Dubuque, da- no, wait, Davenport, Moline. Bur- Moline. Is Burlington one of them? Dubuque's not in it. Where's da- Reavers? Davenport. Is, he, is Reavers in there? Uh, he's not. Davenport. Well, I'll Burlington. Go I'll go to the Google. Uh, what you, which, which one did you say? You just said the Moline. Moline. One in Illinois. At least the Burling, I think Burlington's the third one. I can't think of the fourth one. The TPC Deer Run in the Quad Cities. Yeah, well, that's our problem here. We're trying to figure out which. I think it's in Burlington. Am I right? Silvis, Illinois. The community well, of Silvis, Illinois. Well, that's not even one of the Quad Cities. Look up. Just look up. Quad I'm cities. doing it right now. Which are the four I'm quad gonna cities? I'm going to do it. I got it. I'm doing okay, it. Okay. Burlington, Davenport. Which are the trio Moline. cities? Moline. No. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Davenport right, and Bettendorf in Bettendorf, Iowa. okay. Rock Island and Moline okay. in Illinois. Burlington's not part of it. Okay. And, and Rook, you're saying this course is where? In Silvis, Illinois, which, is, uh, which is a suburb of either Moline or Rock Island. Mm-hmm. Well, we are East Moline as well. Uh, yep, Davenport, uh, Kettendorf, Rock, and East Moline. Right. We got quad. That's four, baby. You, you, it's not the Quint, cities. but it's gorgeous river country. Yeah, it is nice. It's go gorgeous down there, and uh, lots of Cubs fans down there too. That's that's Cubs territory. Right, explain something to me. Yes, I was listening to uh, driving in. I was listening to Judd and Phil. Okay. And they were in a, a conversation they have somewhat frequently, and that is, what's the future of baseball going to oh. be? And and uh, and they got into the fact that Tampa Bay has the best uh, team ERA since about mid-May, mm-hmm. either in all of baseball yes. or the American League. Yes, and it's because they have a unique approach to pitching. 
Would you explain it to me, please? All right. Well, uh, we are going to talk to Mark Topkin today from the Tampa Bay Times, and uh, you can hear that about 5.15 and get a much better explanation. All right. But, but you, you, you're a baseball. Are, do, your knowledge the, of baseball has got to be as good as his. What they are. Yeah, but he covers the team. Okay. <laughs> and has for years. Okay. In spring training, I went up there because I was fascinated by the fact that it's, it looked like they were going to try four starters mm-hmm. and then have a fifth game every time through the rotation where it would be what we were calling a bullpen game. In other words, four guys pitch, three guys pitch eight innings and then somebody pitches one inning. Right. You know, well, it, it is morphed into much more than that. They really only have three starting pitchers. In other words, three traditional starting pitchers. All right. Uh, all By the way, all very good. Blake Snell, the lefty the Twins will face tonight if they're not rained out, is one of the best pitchers in the league. And they're still going to figure out a way to get him on the All-Star team, I would imagine. Uh, then they got Chris Archer, who's been on the DL but is coming off, and he's terrific, and everybody in the league wants him. And then they got a guy named Nathan Eovaldi, who about four different times this year has taken a no-hitter into the seventh. Well, so there's only three starters. Okay. They got one guy named Stanek who started 11 games this year and uh, has only pitched 31 innings. He pitches like two innings. Okay. In fact, uh, there's a stat out there. He just set the record for the most consecutive scoreless starts one uh, held by Sandy Koufax. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he's only going two. Right. He's only trying to go two. But they just... So last night, they started a guy they just called up, a guy named Hunter Wood. He got him three outs, first inning. Right. And then they just started... Then they had another guy that was kind of their long man that they were going to use for four or five innings. And then they start going to the short bullpen again. So it's just... they've They've basically... Let me see if I can phased, read. They basically phased out, half the time they phased out the traditional starter, and they're just kind of assembling. Let a, me see if I can reinterpret this. They have three three official starters. Starters, three guys, who are, and they're all very good. And then, But rather than naming a fourth guy who's mm-hmm. not very good as one of the four mm-hmm. official starters, mm-hmm. they eschew that. And they go and say, you know they, what? We really don't have a four starter. So here's what we're going to do today. They put a guy out there, and they want him to get either three or six outs to well, start. What's the so game. novel about this? Is it? What do you describe novel as? Something that doesn't happen? It has never happened. It's the first time in baseball history that a team has approached it like this what? on a consistent basis. You know, through a 162 game season. Yeah, five times a year the Twins might say, "Okay, we got a bullpen game." Uh, you know, meaning we're going to use three relievers, three innings each. But nobody's ever done this as part of their strategy. Before. This is this has become part of their rotation. In other words, yes, yes, three. You got your three starters. Game four, uh, and, and there was actually when Archer was on a DL, they were doing it sixty percent of the time. Now they're doing it forty percent of the time. Well, they're what four or five games over five hundred, but are. still, still sixteen games out in the East. Yeah, they're not gonna make the. But they were supposed to be terrible. They spent the whole spring dumping salary, and since the season started, they've dumped more salary. Uh, but they, they've they've pitched. Who's got the lowest team salary in baseball? 
Is it Oakland or Tampa? I don't know. I, I haven't looked lately. I, well, Miami. Miami got rid of everybody. Miami's got to be the lowest salary. And that's why they're drawing 6000 a game also. <laughs> okay. My, yeah. But it's safe to say Oakland would be among the lowest salaries. Oakland just narrowly is below Miami currently. Really? Yeah. What's Oakland's payroll? Uh, Oakland is at a total of 82. Miami's still over well, 82. They have a lot of dead money, though. Miami yeah, but, does. but here's the deal. Tampa is under that now. This must be numbers when this the might season, have been at the season started. This, you're right. Yeah. This might have been at the start of the season. Because they got rid of Denard Span and Colome. They got rid of 12, 13 million. Well, then Oakland's doing miracles again with low salaries. And Oakland was. Uh, They're 52 and 41, nine games out in the West. Oakland's deal is. When you think they're going to be good, they stink. And when you think they're going to stink, they're good. They're and only that, five and a half out in the wild yeah, card. Yeah, they're, uh, they're moving up. On Miami it. is dreadful. Yes. And they're also drawing under 7,000 a game. Mm-hmm. Why is San Diego always dreadful? I don't know. They got that beautiful setting, beautiful yep. ballpark. Yeah, they're the only team in town now. Yeah. Don't have a basketball team. <laughs> right. Don't have a hockey team. Don't have a football team anymore. They're the only team in town. I don't know. Well, okay. they've, they've, I mean, they've gone to two World Series, but they've, they've traditionally, they do not, they get the least out of, uh, they've always had cheap owners. They always have guys who won't spend money, you know. Are they the Timberwolves of baseball or they, they just have. No, Glenn Taylor's not cheap. No, I don't think. No, no, I mean, as far as their, their luck and they're never, you know, they just never. Well, when's the last time they were in a series? It was, uh, against the when Yankees. When Gwynn was still alive, right? Tony yeah, Gwynn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got swept against the Yankees, Yankees in, in 99 yeah, or something like 2000. that. When did the Yankees play the Mets? 2000? 99 then, I think. The year the Yankees won 114 games. I meant to ask Dave Dahl what the prospects are of the Twins getting this game in. He saw, There's periodic thunderstorms all night long. Well, if uh, when's the last time you were outside? Uh, not till about uh, about 10.30 this morning. Man, it's oppressive. Mm-hmm. It's, something's going to happen here. Okay. We got something's got to give, is what you're we saying. We pool owners have ordered our companions not to put any water in it because we're going to get plenty of water before this is over. Man, is it hot! Mm-hmm. It's uh, very, ins- it's almost as bad as it was in Chicago a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you really did have a hot weekend Oof. there because where I was wasn't far from Chicago and it was hot. Was the train properly cooled? <laughs> Let's not go into the train thing. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I, I retract my uh, question. Yeah, no more train talk. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll stay away from the train. All it's right. a uh, it's a very novel thing, and when I saw it this spring, I tried to write about it, and it's become even more novel, this pitching approach. Okay. Uh, just a moment. We are going to uh, be back shortly. A little rattled. Yes, sir. They are back at Carnoustie next week. Well, every big hitter in the game is probably already over in Scotland, and uh, but you'll get qualifiers from the John Deere, who uh, traditionally I think there's a plane waiting for them to take them over. Yeah, they, that's what they. And I think we let a couple of guys actually qualify out of the John Deere. That's too, my point. For the, yeah. the, but I mean, the, also the players who are already in the field, who are playing here, will fly on that plane over there, too. So potentially, you could, if you are on the bubble, if you did well in this tournament, you could qualify. Yeah, it's, yes. it's, it's like, wow. I think last week, the 
three or four top finishers that weren't already in the British Open got in. If you finished in the top ten and you weren't already in, you got in. Okay, something like got that. It. Wouldn't Francisco Molinari already be in? Oh God, yes. Well, he's playing at the John Deere. Yeah, he's over here trying to get all kinds of FedEx points. Oh. I had Hollis on the other day, and he said he's come over here, and he's decided to play for the money. Mm-hmm. The purse. Is, Why else would you play? <laughs> well, the purse here is probably twice what the Scottish Open. Is. Oh God, yes. It's six. It's over six. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the 3M next year will be six point six. The what uh, is that money? Break down the six point six. Well, how would Hollis explain that? The uh, what? What I understand now. The Championster, you're responsible for. You got to write out checks to various entities. For the, uh, it was explained to me that for a PGA Tour event, you write them out a check for a certain amount of money. All right, you write uh, the PGA. Yeah, you check. write the PGA Tour, and then they handle they the handle they handle the tour. Yeah. They handle television. They handle. They pay the. They take care of television. They take care because on a Champions Tour, you have to pay to. You have to write out a check to the Golf Channel. Oh, now six seven hundred thousand dollars. Hmm. And, uh, but does three three M doesn't have to come not, up with six whole, million? No, well, they, yeah, I'm not sure how much of it they come up with, but they come up with a big hunk, yeah. And I I think the check that you write to the PGA is probably about ten or twelve million, and then they handle everything, including paying off the purse. So. In 2017, the payout was one million eight thousand dollars. I'm sorry, one million eight thousand dollars for Bryson DeChambeau. And to win where? To win John at the John Deere, Deere Classic. Okay. So yeah. this is last year's. It said this year the John Deere purse is up over the five million mark for the first time. Total purse is five point six million. Yeah. A huge jump from last year's four point eight. And, it's a big uh, league tournament. It and is. the three M will be six six next year. So Oof. Yeah. So uh that's uh yeah, it is amazing. It'll it'll see it'll be very interesting to see with the short season. If the fields are going to be better for these uh, midsummer tournaments, because guys want points, wants FedEx points, because the season at Joe, the Tour Championship is like August twenty third through twenty sixth next year. When is the Tour Championship? That's the same time. Oh, it's the same as the Tour. <laughs> yeah, right. The it's Tour a, would have been different. It's the, the same, tour. same one. What's the latest on Byron Buxton? Uh, they have not played for three days. They're going to start playing again tonight because they had their all-star break. Okay. And he's hitting two thirty nine. His last game, he had three hits. He uh, might be back after the all-star break. I'm, I'm not sure. What about Sano? Not close? He's hitting. He's doing. They said he's lost some weight. He looks better. He's working out. He's taking the... He's taking the road trips down there. He's playing two games out of every three, but then when he's not playing, he shows up. And uh, I, I, I got a hunch they're going to keep him down there till August first, at least. So. What about Santana? He's pitching tonight, I believe, in Chattanooga. But uh, I don't know. I think Irv said, "Yeah, I gave you all I had last year. You know, I, I gave you a good year. You got your money's worth." I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's in a big, big hurry to come back. I, know. I think it's pathetic. Well, not uh, to bring it back to golf. Yeah, but I looked at the British Open. Twenty eighteen British Open purse is set for ten point five million. 
The winner's is that, share. Is that, is that euros or is that uh, our, our money? I bet uh, the winner's two mil, Rook. This is the golfnews.net, 1.89. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it should huh. be. That's that's more than should the standard 18% payout, according to the PGA it Tours. Should be. You'll, be, you'll be named the champion golfer of the year. Suchi can tell you how you get a ticket for that, too. How do you do that? You walk up and buy one. Uh, yep. <laughs> really? The damnedest thing I've ever yeah, seen. They, they have no capacity. It's just, oh, okay, here. Here's a ticket. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. My claim ahead. to fame is using the Porta can right after Padraig Harry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very. You're a little up, not on the way out. Hey, hey Padraig, how you doing, Padraig? What's amazing <laughs> is you go to one of the, the big majors here, and the media tent is got. 800 people passing stuff out and doing things. You go to the British over, there's about eight people over there. The the guy, the old guy, he's not there anymore, that ran it, had about two assistants, and then they had four young ladies handing out mimeograph stuff. And I think the it. likes of TCL televisions have changed this, too, but I always used to say, once we visited, uh, where in the hell did we go? St. Andrews. Uh, we were at uh, Muirfield. Muirfield. The condition of the course was so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And even back then, TV was, you couldn't capture that on TV. No. The modern TCL TV with the high definition, mm-hmm. now you can understand that the uh, British courses are By incredibly the way, uh, groomed. Did you see what Mirfield had to do to get back in the Roto? No. Except uh, women membership. Oh, no, no. Yeah, because they... Uh, That'll be rather they shocking. Had, they had thrown them out of the Roto. Yeah. And uh, they they had a meeting, and I I don't think it was by unanimous vote, but they uh, they accepted uh, they're going to accept women members, and now they can have the tournament again. Did they have a big protest, and then they brought the guy over from USA that had the well, uh, iron, iron my, my shirt? shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the iron my shirt. Make my dinner. <laughs> iron my shirt. But he was in the middle Make, of the protest. No, he right in the front. Yeah, right yeah. there. That, Boom. What was her name? Uh, Doris Annie. Uh, no, Doris somebody that that was the head of the protest that got everybody coming. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, no, something Burke. I'm thinking it, it's not that Doris Burke. Burke. Something Burke. Burke. Something Burke. She showed up and he was four feet away from her saying, Iron my shirt. <laughs> make my dinner. And I'm saying this guy voted for Trump. <laughs> years all these years later. And now they got Condi Rice as a member. Yeah, they got Connie. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, Martha Burke. Martha, Martha Burke. Burke. Yes. Martha Burke. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with your there memory. There was more media at the, there was more media at the protest than women. Then Martha brought Barbara. Martha brought a busload. And there was about two other people there. Sports talk will return shortly, but now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at federated insurance where it's their business to protect your business and nobody does that better than federated it's bruce vale from the wall street journal and your money now stocks rebounded from wednesday's sell-off and that pushed the major indexes higher today stocks closing almost at their session highs with the dow jones industrial average up 224 points at 24,924. the nasdaq composite rose 107 and the s&p 500 gained 24 points delta airlines said its fuel costs rose by a third in the latest quarter and it would work to offset that by reducing expenses and by cutting some flights in the fall. Delta reported record revenue and a better than expected profit for its latest quarter but said higher fuel costs will weigh on profits for the rest of the year. The airline said it plans to trim some underperforming routes after the peak summer travel season ends. Video game maker Activision Blizzard said its Overwatch eSports League will be profitable by the end of this month 
month when the first season wraps up with a championship match to be aired on ESPN. The company said concurrent online-only viewership during the regular season peaked at 437,000 viewers, exceeding expectations. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. All righty. Thank you, Bruce. This traffic sponsored by Jersey Mike Subs. Uh, a few problems early. Crash on 35 northbound, way up north at County Road 23. The right shoulder there is blocked. A crash on 35W northbound at Highway 113 eastbound. The right shoulder blocked. And debris on the road, Highway 10 up in Coon Rapids at Hanson Boulevard. The left lane there, partially blocked. Want to win a rocking trip from Jersey Mike's and Pepsi? Stop in Jersey Mike's today to enter. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends August. 14th. See official rules at PepsiRockThisWay.com. Our five eyewitness news weather forecast showers and thunder showers. Heavy rain likely tonight. A 70 for a low. 84 with showers and thunder showers early tomorrow. Right now it's 92. Cheers. John Hyde in the Sports Talk Newsroom. I just said something to Joe I never thought I'd say. Uh-oh, what's that? Off you sure you want to admit this? I miss Kenny. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. I do, too. I was going to say, not as much as John does. <laughs> I miss him a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's partly cloudy. Because you, you, you're allowed to lower your standards on your stories without Kenny there to badmouth you, right? Well, that, you know, it's a good point. Maybe, maybe I don't miss him. I haven't had to move my computer so Kenny could go. <laughs> really, John? Really? Over glasses uh, looking at me. Uh, Partly cloudy. We're up to 92 degrees. Our heat index is a 105. Never happened before. Never been like this. You're listening to continuing coverage of Operation Stay Cool on the Garage Logic Radio Network. (laughs) I'm glad it's not fair week, though. I don't want it to be this hot. (laughs) No, I'm going to, I'll side with you on that. Sitting out on that stage. Well, the the smells get a little tawdry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Twins open up a four gamer. You can't even play pregnant or not. No. (laughs) I think this year we should do it. This year we just bite the bullet and pregnant or not. No. Ma'am, are you pregnant? We got a couple. We got a back on. We are not doing it. I think we're only doing it if it's the end of the run. First, I think, the ma'am, are you a good sport? (laughs) If they say yes, then you can fire away. Twins open up a four-gamer against Tampa Bay at Target Field tonight. Kyle Gibson for the Twins. Lefty Blake Snell, who's been good. Poor Gibby. Gibby gets another bad matchup, man. Gibby, you give up two runs tonight, you lose, Gibby. We did get an email, Rook. Is the Monty booth going to be open? I haven't talked to two dogs. Monty had his service uh, on the thirtieth in in Wisconsin, and I, I was had on, on, uh, couldn't attend there. So I uh, will find out from two dogs hmm. how they're going to work. Is the booth. two dogs his assistant? Yes, his okay. nephew and his assistant, mm-hmm. and most likely will take everything over. Yeah. Uh, one more baseball note. Uh, I need I need I need some sort of ruling from everybody here. It's driving me nuts. There's a new term. Oh, I've God. seen I've seen it used. Three, four times in the I'm last ready. I, I might not be aware of it. I don't, I'm not aware of a new one. Uh, the first time I saw it was Manager Molitor, and now I've seen it in several stories about other ball clubs. Instead of saying a pitcher's velocity is good, we're calling it Velo. No. 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 Velo. Velo. Velo? No. Foghorn at Rook. That's worse than the bump. No, Velo has been around for several years here, Johnny. I'm not going with it. I don't like it. I just haven't run into it, apparently. Yeah, it's Velo. Velo does he have off the board? Isn't uh, Velo a computer thing? It's short for uh, velocity. velocity there, Johnny. 
Well, I, I we know, know that. that's what I just said. <laughs> okay, but but we are so busy in life that we, we don't, don't have, have time, time to save velocity. velocity. We don't have right, time right. for that other phrase. Right. Yeah. Can't say velocity. Yeah. Uh, news notes from today: A lightning strike sparked a fire at a Duluth church. It caused seventy-five grand of damage this morning. The Duluth Fire Department says lightning hit Christ Lutheran Church in the Piedmont neighborhood about five thirty this morning. Crews got there to find a cross on the roof. Firefighters knocked down the flames, quickly contained a fire on the roof. Authorities say damage to the building estimated at fifty grand. Damaged contents twenty five grand. Luckily, uh, there got to be hurt. some message in lightning hitting a church. Well, what was the There's velo? Be a message. What was the velo of the lightning? <laughs> There's uh, got to be something. The big fella's got to be sending down a message when he hits a church with lightning. Let's check those uh, books. Yeah. Yeah. Let's check those church <laughs> books. Huh? Uh, it's just a Lutheran church. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Right. I'm kidding. Yes. Police have identified a suspected burglar from Minnesota, as well as the business owner who shot and killed him outside a business in southern Des Moines. Police say 37-year-old Amand Benjamin Hairstead of Fergus Falls was killed Wednesday morning at Kraft Five Star Muffler. Investigators think Harstead was loading items from the business into a stolen truck when the repair shop owner, 67-year-old Thomas Kraft, arrived at work. Police say Harstead confronted Kraft instead of fleeing, and Kraft shot him. Sergeant Paul Parizic said it looks like the stand-your-ground case, but a decision on any charges will come from the Polk County Attorney's Office. Testimony of why, do you, why do you drive way down there to rob a store? Aren't there any stores up here in Minnesota to rob? It was apparently also in a vehicle. He was driving a vehicle he stole here okay. and drove there. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Testimony. Well, you don't want to walk into a place and they say, How you doing, Paul? You're here to rob us, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go far away. What was the story? It ain't me. Yeah, that was uh, Reggie Harding for the. Uh, <laughs> Robbing the the six foot eleven basketball player, seven foot basketball player in Detroit came down and robbed the neighborhood store, and they said, "Reggie, you shouldn't do this." And he said, "I ain't Reggie. <laughs> it ain't me. It ain't me." <laughs> the testimony of FBI agent Peter Strzok before the House Judiciary Committee has been a complete and amazing show of political theater today. It's still going on, actually. Oh, is he still there? Oh, he's still there, and they're still yelling at each other. Oh, the senators are yelling at each other. They're yelling at Strzok. They're I wish yelling. we had some audio of that. Oh, it's just, uh, it's it's incredible. And what happens is they'll ask a question, whoever the senator is. If it's a Republican senator, ask a question, he'll answer it, and they'll say, I don't believe you. Then a Democratic senator will yell at the Republican senator saying, you asked him and he answered. Mm-hmm. And then when a Democratic senator gets to talk, he doesn't ask a question. He'll just start uh, railing about Donald Trump. Okay. It, and and then the Republicans yell words, at him. It's a, in other words, it's your average hearing oh, that's God, controversial it's hearing. just amazing. Just, mm-hmm. uh, but fun. It, it's been fun. That might be a bad word to mm-hmm. use, but it has been fun to watch. An estimated 49.1% of American adults battled to lose weight from the years 2013 to 2016. That, according to the U.S. Senators for Disease Control and Prevention, with those between the ages of 40 and 59 doing most of the exercising. Exercise, eating less, consuming more fruits and vegetables, and drinking more water were the most common strategies for that 49.1%. The least common, skipping meals, cutting down on fatty foods. That data also shows that weight loss efforts increase with income. 56.4% of women tried to lose weight versus 41.7% of men. 66. Well, here's an example right in front of you, a guy who successfully did it right there. Right here, baby. Yes, that's the man. It only cost him one body part. <laughs> 
Well, it's just an organ. Yeah, what are you gonna do? It's not needed. Not even needed. Not even needed. Yeah, yeah. Not even needed. <laughs> it's part of the program. Sixty-six percent. of That was not a good thing there. Sixty. Oh God, nobody's listening. Used to have a, <laughs> Used to be a client, I guess. <laughs> uh, Sixty-six. Uh, never mind. We don't need the rest. No, they're of spectacular. Back on there. That works. Yeah, it works. Yes. One minute. One Minnesota college student will have a head start on paying off student loans thanks to the Minnesota Lottery. Oh, really? Well, there's apparently a new Minnesota jackpocket app that you can get in your phone now to buy tickets for the Powerball. 20-year-old Brandon Stevenson won a million dollars with a Powerball ticket, the first one to win using the new Minnesota jackpocket app. He spent a million and a half, but he's got a million (laughs) for him. So wait a minute. How you, obviously this links up to a credit card or, or a debit oh, card or something. Yeah, but so, the, how, but how can they verify age? Uh, I think we'll leave that to the lawyers. Uh, yeah. Who's he look like? The head of the lottery? What are you, Columbo? Yeah, <laughs> one more thing. <laughs> yeah. How old are you? Well, how old do you have to be to play? Eighteen. It's eighteen. I have no 18. Idea. Yeah. I think eighteen. Yeah, so he's twenty. Yeah. I don't know, Chris. Uh, Stevenson, though, is a Concordia University student. Uh, he said he does not play the lottery regularly, according to the release from the Jack Pocket. The app, which allows users to play lottery games via their phone, made its debut just two weeks ago in Minnesota. Is a million bucks enough to cover college tuition these days? <laughs> yeah. Stevenson claiming his winnings at a press conference this afternoon. Our Concordia or the one yes. at Moorhead? Our Concordia. Uh, Marshall? Uh, one in St. Paul. Concordia, St. Paul. A lot of questions, John. There's a lot of, this is a simple little cute story, I thought. Mm-hmm. And boy, you guys are just a pepper. Well, well, we're kind of I asked a question that's answerable, unlike Nothead. <laughs> I'm look it up. What's the app called? What is it called? It's called the Jack. Minnesota Jackpocket Jack app. Jackpocket app. Okay. Uh, Minnesota's oldest woman celebrated her 111th birthday yesterday. Evelyn Klein's friends at St. Anthony Health. I and guarantee you she didn't celebrate it. <laughs> but she said, get well, out didn't of my... did we talk to her alone. once on the radio? Is yeah. that, am I thinking of the same woman? Uh, she's, um, how old was she? Well, she's 111 now, right, Jen? Is yep, it Annie yesterday, Milner? Yesterday. No, this is Evelyn Klein. Oh, we talked mm-hmm. to, I think, Annie Milner, oh, right. I believe. Annie, we must have lost Annie I at think some so. point then. Yeah. Uh, Evelyn's uh, friends at St. Anthony Health and Rehabilitation treated her to a musical performance and sweet treats. She says she's grateful for the show of love. She said, I just don't know what to say. I'm just left speechless. Uh, the secret to long life, according to Evelyn, she never smoked, never drank. Hmm. So, right. Well, what okay. the hell's the point of living to Not be 111? That, right. <laughs> for the first time, Netflix has come out on top of the platform with the most Emmy nominations. The streaming giant received 112 nominations for the 70, uh, 70th annual primetime Emmys. Uh, that's up more than 20 from 2017 when it scored 91. Netflix ends a 17-year winning streak for HBO, which previously topped the nominations. Uh, Netflix aided by projects like The Crown, Stranger Things, Godless, and Glow. And HBO trailed just behind Netflix this time around. They had 108 nominations. Don't forget their best show of the year. Which one? American Vandal. All right. <laughs> American Vandal? American Vandal. Just a moment, please. The other good thing about Kenny not being here this yes. week, he's not able to make faces at Rook about some of these bumps. Mm-hmm. Right, right. These are all going off to Kenny. That song has been on our bump rotation about 20 years, though. We have that the power to change there. it. Yeah. A homeless Florida man 
with no arms, has been charged with stabbing I a Chicago that. tourist. A very, he's got to get credit, I think. How'd he do it? Dedication. That's what John's What kind of stabbing was it, Rook? John's going to tell us right now. Miami Beach police say 46-year-old Jonathan Crenshaw held a pair of scissors with his feet and stabbed 22-year-old Cesar Coronado just after midnight Tuesday. The Miami Herald reports that Crenshaw is a popular fixture in the area, known for painting on canvases with his feet along a trendy spot in South Beach. I ain't paying that. I'm not, I'm not buying one of those paintings. According to the arrest report, Crenshaw says he was lying down when Coronado approached him and kicked him in the head. <laughs> Police say Crenshaw stabbed Coronado twice and left the scene. A friend who was traveling with Coronado said they asked Crenshaw for directions when he suddenly jumped up and stabbed Coronado. <laughs> so he didn't kick him. He, so he either kicked him in the head or he didn't kick him in the he, head. That's correct, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was taken to the hospital. Coronado was. Uh, he'll be fine, even though he was stabbed twice in the arm. Crenshaw has been charged with aggravated you probably battery. can't get a lot of force mm-hmm. going with your feet. Uh, no, because you know, a knife, it's momentum, well, isn't it? depends upon how long he has had arms. If it's been his whole life, I bet he's pretty damn well, good that's with true. his feet. Yeah. Hope the guy didn't ask him for a fingernail clipper. <laughs> that joke's already been used by others on Twitter. Damn it. A uh, Massachusetts man, you know, sometimes when you buy Powerball tickets, do you ever buy two with all the same numbers? What would the point of that be? No, I would. I just buy one. Yeah. Well, but I would not buy two with the exact same You numbers. don't get double. No. Well, well listen to this. Uh, there's a game in Massachusetts where you win 100 grand if you yes. match numbers. Okay. So a man said he had a strange feeling about lottery drawing. He bought nine identical tickets, and guess what? He hit it. He won $900,000. What? Yeah. How come he gets... It's I, not Powerball. It's a special... Oh, so it's a $100 okay. prize. He just won nine times. $100,000 every time you'd mm. match. So well, that's pretty good. Most people wouldn't buy, I wouldn't no. think. No. Robert Lundstedt said he bought four tickets for the Massachusetts Lottery's mass cash drawing at Tucci's Supermarket in West Bridgewater. Said he had a gut feeling about the drawing. Led him to buy two more tickets at the Quick Stop in West Bridgewater, two more at the Corner Market in West Bridgewater, and one last ticket at Cumberland Farms in Bridgewater. He said, Gotta I had spread to- the wealth. <laughs> he said, I had some change when I bought a Gatorade. I said, uh, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Lundstedt gave one ticket to his son before the drawing and another to his daughter, keeping seven for himself. This is really fascinating. Mm-hmm. I would at that I point. I think it say, is pretty fascinating. Hey, Timmy, can I get that ticket back? I, uh, <laughs> I gave you the wrong one. Lundstedt said he plans to use some of his seven hundred grand to pay off his mortgage. Kids said they'll pay off college How about loans. the wife gets nothing, or is the wife not in the uh, There's no mention of a No mention of no the wife. Yeah. We might have added divorce. Uh, Rook, uh, Honey, I won the lottery. Pack your bags. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> Rook's uh, comment there about uh, maybe asking for the tickets back. There is a story today also. I did not bring it in. It wasn't as interesting. Uh, a woman had her nephew sign the ticket with her, a lottery ticket. They won a hundred grand. She's suing him because she said, I just put his name on there for fun. I want all the money. Hey, John, you mentioned Ooh. Twitter, right? You're right. Did that you wasn't just mentioned Twitter a minute ago? You mentioned Twitter a minute ago, right, John? Uh, sure. Yeah. You say yes. <laughs> sure. Yes, I did. Uh, you know, yes, they're, I did. They, Actually, I think they're, you mentioned they're Twitter. They're throwing out the phonies, right? They're yeah. throwing out the phonies? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was over. I Last time I looked, I was 34-something. Now I'm 33-something. Either I said something oh. very offensive or I had a bunch of phonies on or there. Or you went and blocked a bunch of people again. Uh, well, I haven't, I haven't blocked anybody in a long time. Hmm. You must have had some phonies, yep. I, I had out. some phonies, yeah. You know, there are some people in town that buy Twitter followers. Oh, stop it now. Uh, let me tell you about a Who couple. Who <laughs> Well. I don't know. You mean radio tapes? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not, that's not cheeky. 
That is cheeky. That is cheeky. Yeah. Let me tell you about a couple guys that got uh, stuck in places in North Carolina. A bad criminal. Plans went awry when he got stuck in a ventilation duct at a Golden Corral in Mount Airy. <laughs> Employees in the kitchen noticed the smoke was not ventilating properly <laughs> wow. from an exhaust fan over the store. Manager went and looked to see what the problem was. Found out uh, that 59-year-old Charlie Walker of Mount Airy was stuck in the duct. Members of the police and fire departments removed him before transporting him to the hospital. He was released from the hospital and immediately arrested. Faces charges of felony, breaking, and entering. He's been under $10,000 unsecured. Isn't so Mount Airy where uh, yeah, that was, the uh, show? That was where Andy, uh, Griffin Andy Griffith was. Yeah. Andy Griffith? Yeah, that Mayberry. Mayberry. Mount Airy is the real Mayberry. <laughs> That's, uh, yes. Maybe you learn something here all the time. By the way... So he'd been up there for a while because uh-huh. he must have been trying to break in when the store, when the gold corral was not open. That's and probably correct. So the next morning at breakfast, they noticed yeah. that it was. Is he okay, Jan? Uh, well, they took him to the hospital and released him from the hospital after treating him. So yeah. he must be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, in, and they took him to jail. To jail, right. yes. Uh, uh, oh, in Fayetteville, police and firefighters were called out to a man reportedly trapped in the sewer early Wednesday. Fayetteville firefighters received a 911 call about 8.15 in the morning from Keith Burner. Keith had been walking his dog with his wife. Burner said they heard banging and noticed a manhole cover was open. He told firefighters they looked into the sewer and saw a man who started screaming and cursing at them. Uh-huh. Burner said he backed up and called 911. The man said he was too weak to get out of the sewer by himself. When emergency personnel got there, it took about an hour and a half to get the man out. Burner said they figured out he was about halfway up the block. One of the firefighters crawled down. They put a tarp down and pulled him out with the tarp. The man was seen walking away with firefighters. Appeared to be okay. Firefighters and police said they have no idea why or how the man was in the sewer. They know. They just don't want to tell us for privacy reasons. He was extricated at 845 Mm -hmm. in the morning. That's something that I'm never going to get caught doing. Walking in the sewer. the sewer. Not, not doing that. I just get down here and find something. That. that big crocodile could be after me. I still wouldn't go down the sewer. I'd rather get at. <laughs> get at. We do have a breaking news item oh, from Target okay. Field, Patrick. Okay. The Twins lineup is out and batting sixth, oh. your designated hitter. Willens Ostendio. Willens Ostendio. I got a sacred promise from manager Molitor when I was leaving yesterday morning. Ah. I said, how come you don't put my guy Willie in anymore? And he said, I'm saving him for Snell. So I knew he'd, uh, I knew he'd play. <laughs> saving him for Snell. The guy <laughs> leading the league in ERA. Where's yes. he from? Williams Ostendio. He's from Venezuela. Uh-huh. And he was signed as a 160-pound shortstop at age 16. He's put on 100, I'd say. <laughs> just 100. <laughs> well, it's five just time. <laughs> John, do you have traffic? Yes. What's coming up, Patrick? Well, uh, we're going to talk to Mark Topkin about the very topic you brought up today. He's a longtime uh, baseball writer at Tampa Bay Times, and I'm not kidding when I say this, one of the best beat writers in the country. And he'll try to explain what the hell Tampa's doing with his pitchers and how come it's working. Mm -hmm. They were supposed to be terrible. Well, I I am amused that you say this shouldn't be done this way. 
No, I'm not saying it oh, shouldn't be done. You're I saying it's say never been done. Never been done. I'm not saying it shouldn't be done. Uh, I, I don't think too many people are going to do it this way because you know the, the 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 best thing in base to have in baseball is still great starting pitching. Right. I mean, the guy goes seven. That makes life a lot easier. The reason. Uh, Houston's probably going to win the World Series again as they got Verlander and Garrett Cole and Dallas Keuchel, uh, great starters. Yeah, but but it's, it's when sounds... you don't have them, it's a, it's an interesting approach. Well, why did it take so long? <laughs> well, it's a budget thing for them more than anything. They they can't afford like big time starting pitchers. They look they gave the Twins Oda Rizzi, you know, basically made a trade to get rid of him because they didn't want to pay him six million dollars. And he has not been worth six million. No, but uh, yeah, he's. You know it, that's yeah you know, that's right. But they've they've what's amazing about them is they're four games over five hundred, and they basically devoted their off season to getting rid of payroll. Mm-hmm. And next year they're going to have uh, when the season when this season ends, they'll have twenty million dollars in obligations for next year. Not too much. No, they'll that's have not plenty. Much. I wonder how urgently they'll try to wait out the uh, rain. If 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 the rain's spotty, they're going to try to play. Uh, yeah, if it's body, they'll try to play, but they can play two tomorrow too. They'll, they'll play a split doubleheader tomorrow if they feel like the weather's terrible. That would be my guess. So, well, could be monsoons according to you, but you've been outside more recently than me. Man, it's humid. It's, uh, it's miserable. doesn't get this miserable less often in the, in the great state of Minnesota, but it is humid. You've never been in Florida when it's like this, have you? I've been there in the yeah. summer a couple of times. I was in Orlando once. It was unlivable. Unlivable. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. The John Height Newsroom and Weather Bureau is reporting 94 Woo! degrees. Woo!